Bank of Clark County has a comprehensive suite of solutions for your personal and business needs. We offer banking, lending services, and wealth management services with the best-in-class customer service you'd expect from a community bank. Whether you need a checking or savings account, a mortgage or home equity line of credit, a business loan, or to set up a trust or investment account, Bank of Clark County can help. Bank of Clark County. Big Bank Solutions, Community Bank Service. And we've just opened a branch at 530 Blackwell Road in Warrington. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Money is the number one cause of stress and the number two cause of divorce. Make your money go further and work harder with a certified financial planner from Facet Wealth. Financial planning used to focus on retirement, but Facet helps you with today. You get a dedicated financial planner that guides you through every financial decision. Inflation, interest rates, stock market changes, home prices. How do you figure it all out? Well, every advisor at Facet is a certified financial planner and fiduciary. That's just a fancy way to say they have the best training and they're legally bound to do what's in your best interest. This isn't just about investments. It's about taking care of your money so you can start living a better life today. Facet has a simple flat fee, no hidden charges, and with nothing to sell, there are no commissions. Visit tryfacetwealth.com for two months free off your first year of financial planning. That's T-R-Y-F-A-C-E-T wealth.com. Facet Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. This is comedian and actor Keith Lyle. You're listening to Jim and Florence on the forum. Hi, everyone. This is Jim Jackson. Welcome to the forum. Today, we have a very special guest, which is Florence is going to introduce. But before that, we have some huge shout outs. Thank you to Emmy and uh, Latino. We did the podcast that is blowing up. And for all of the celebrities, the athletes, the people at the NFL Hall of Fame, everyone, all our all our listeners, because we don't consider you fans. You're our listeners. And we we so appreciate you. Oh, my gosh, we are we <laughs> I was going to just do this for a couple weeks and you guys have made this into something that is just amazing, and we thank you. Please continue to support our guests, continue to support each other. The positivity online is all about all, all about you, because that's what it's about. We want you to be the one, the focal point. We do this for you. We love entertaining you, and we love having amazing guests. So, And we do have one. Boy, Florence, uh, I don't know whether to love this guy or uh, <laughs> because he's the reason I watch Below Deck Med. So why don't you introduce this great guest? Yes, um, I am so excited about this. And I've already gotten a lot of emails and text messages and a lot of comments on Twitter. Everyone is so excited to have the star of Bravo's number one hit TV show, Below Deck Mediterranean, Below Deck Med. We have star Colin Macy O'Toole joining us today. How are you, Colin? Good. How are you guys doing? We're doing fantastic. We're doing fantastic, Colin. And first of all, Colin, I want to—I know you would agree with me. Uh, we're going to have a lot of fun today, but we wanted to give a real big shout out and dedicate this show to Captain Lee, who obviously went through a tragedy. We and yeah. all of the fans and all the people yeah. have been really upset about it, and we just want to give a lot of love to Captain Lee and to all yeah, the absolutely. family. Yeah, all the family of Below Deck and Below Deck Med. So, and we also want to give a huge shout out to your family, especially your mom, because she is yes. great uh-huh. online. I love her. <laughs> I love her tweets. I oh, love her stuff. You. So, shout out to your She's mom. Been 
she's been liking and supporting my tweets on Twitter and Instagram. So definitely a shout out to your mom. She's so sweet. <laughs> well, you guys are the ones encouraging her. So please stop. <laughs> no, we love her, Colin. We can't. Oh, thank you. Thank you, we're, thank you. we're addicted. So <laughs> any, anyway, Colin, what I enjoyed about reading about you is that when you went on the show, a lot of people just thought, oh, here's a shy guy. You may have been a little bit laid back. A little, maybe you need a little bit more confidence when you first got on. But sure. in reality, you have a lot of experience in the boating business on ferries. Why don't you talk about growing up on a boat? Yeah, uh, I, so I, I've, I've been on boats, uh, I want to say, since I was 15. I, I started on this, uh, this ferry going to Fire Island, which uh, of people that don't know, it's, it's, in, uh, it's on Long Island, New York. And, uh, you know, Fire Island's a big summer spot. Uh, it's, it's mostly known for its gay communities. But there's, there's, always, there's also family beaches. There's, you know, there's the, the post-college, you know, the millennial beaches. So there's a little bit of everything for everybody. And I've been working there. You know, a lot of teachers actually work there, you know, just kind of like as a summer gig to pick up some bar money. And yeah, so my, my parents, they were both teachers. And one of their co-workers uh, was working at the ferry company at the time. And every time he would come over when I was younger and he'd be like, once you're 15, you're mine. So yeah, so, so, as, uh, so when I was 15, in 2002, I started working uh, as a deckhand on this ferry. And um, yeah, I think for, you know, for two years, two years in, I became a, what we call a senior deckhand, which is basically a, you know, a mate. Um, and then two years after that, I became a, a captain at 19. And then um, I became a port captain at 22, which is basically a manager position. Yeah. So I, I've been there for a really long time, but um, yeah, I, I, I've, I wanted to, I watched the show, you know, I think since it started. So when I saw something about yachting, it's just kind of something new. I just wanted to try something fresh, something I've never done before. And um, yeah, I just uh, kind of applied kind of as a joke, not thinking anything of it. And uh, yeah, they seemed to like me. So yeah, it seemed like it worked out. Now, it's kind of weird that they would pick you because you're a normal, good Long Island boy. With And usually, and, I, and we're not going to judge anybody, but there's usually a lot of, a lot of drama. And that's what <laughs> makes the ratings in the show. But when... <laughs> explain how you got on the show again you did it did an application but what did you do did you go online did you go on the website how did you get involved with the process and also who contacted you did someone contact you the interview over the phone did you have to fly in sure how did you get on below deck match sure yeah i uh i want to say it was the around winter time and i was um you know, I was just, you know, I just wanted, like I said, I just wanted a change of pace. You know, when you're at a, a, a business or you're working for a company for an X amount of years, you just kind of get, you know, I just want something new just to like change it up a little bit. So I just, I just, honestly, I just, I had like my laptop on my chest watching this show and I was just Googling, <laughs> you know, like whatever it was, low deck application or whatever it was. And uh, yeah, something popped up. It's only like 10 questions, something it's very, it's like, it's, it's a legit job application, you know, name, resume, you know, you need references. So yeah, I, I applied and literally the next day I got a call from an unknown number or a text message. You know, I thought it was just one of my friends just messing with me, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, they're like, we'd love to interview you. And, um, you know, actually, not a lot of people know this. Originally, I was supposed to be on the, uh, on Lee's season with uh, Nico, Bruno, and Jen, uh, that, that season, the season wow. before my Italy season, that, that, that Lee season. Uh -huh. And um, I, was, I was dating a girl at a time and she didn't feel comfortable uh, with me doing the show. So, you know, I was obviously really into her. And so I had to call in and said, sorry, like I have to retract my, you know, my application. And 
a couple months later, they, uh, you know, she broke up with me, unfortunately. And I was that summer, I was like, I was working on the ferries. I was like, man, I really, I really wish I did the show. That'd be really cool. And uh, yeah, I emailed the the casting director back and they're like, no, quite like an hour later. They're like, yeah, let's get this thing going. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I wound up being on the Mets season and uh, yeah, it seemed to work out. You did fantastic. What I liked about your, you've really grown as a, as a person and you have such great qualities. And I think that what I've loved about this year is you just seem to be kind of getting into your own. You seem more secure in yourself. I also think your relationship, let's face it, Jao was not the most liked person last year with all his drama and uh, especially off the boat. I think he's always been a hard worker, but I think he's, found a new maturity being a leader and he's taken it very seriously and to be honest with you I was kind of one of the haters of Jao last year but he's impressed me this year yeah um you know this unlike a lot of reality shows this is like a this is a real job like the, none of this is fake none of it is scripted this is a real job and you know what you can do with the show is you could really you know, show your true skill and your ability and your hard work, or in Joao's case, your leadership, and can really move, do great things, you know, from the show. And last year, yeah, Joao, I don't think he was very used to, you know, having a 23-year-old, you know, Conrad last year telling, you know, someone what to do. And obviously, they both have great, you know, plenty of experience. Um, And I think his actions off the boat, when he saw it on the screen, he was like, oh, man, I guess Colin. Because I was like, probably once a week, I would tell Joao, I'd be like, man, you have to, like, cut the crap, you know. Yeah. And uh, he just wouldn't listen to me. And then, yeah, he, he watched himself on the screen. He was like, wow, I, you know, I, I really was, like, kind of a dick. And, you know, I'm glad that Sandy, you know, hired him back. And with this boast and leadership role, you, he was always a good worker. Last sure. year, even though, you know, on the boat – you could not knock the guy for, for his work ethic. He, he would do whatever you told him to do. Um, but yeah. And, and him being a leadership position this year as Boston. Um, yeah. He's taken the, He took it a hundred percent and um, yeah, it really shows us. He's really killing it. What bothered me when I was in my twenties and stuff, I had kind of a reputation like you. In fact, some friends called me John boy for uh, John boy on the Waltons. Uh, <laughs> and uh, you're too nice. You're too this, you're too that. And I always was discouraged sometimes when I would like a girl or I'd want to go out with a girl and then they'd be with this jerk that I knew in six months they were going to get hurt and break up. Did, does that ever discourage you sometimes when a lot of people say, oh, you're such a nice guy or you're this or does it bother you at all? Or, or do you just kind of shrug it off and say, oh, well, you know, I'm not going to change. I'm a good person. I want to be a good person. And that's just who I am. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I've experienced, experienced it more, I want to say in college, probably when I was younger, you know, I was, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a nice, you know, I try and be a nice person. Um, but yeah, you know, after a while, after a couple of times, it's like, I just get used to it. You know, like, of course, they're going to go out with the douche, you know, uh, but yeah, <laughs> I, feel like, you know, I like to be myself, you know, I'm not going to change, like, I'm not going to be, if girls going out with dicks, like, I'm not going to change to be a dick just to you know go out with something like that's not me i'm just gonna be myself you have to be yourself and um you know they'll they'll, there's you know there's gonna be people hopefully more than one uh you know person out there that that sees uh you know the the nicer qualities in guys and um you know that's there are women who love good guys there i'm one of them women do (laughs) like nice guys they want a good solid guy so don't ever feel like that's not an attractive quality that's the most attractive quality just no, so you well, guys know 
Well, thank you. No, I mean, and, and, uh, I think I get, um, you know, I get, I guess maybe picked on a little bit, you know, with online with, um, you know, with the, the women on the show that, you know, I don't pursue hard enough or it doesn't work out. And, you know, I, I'm 32. I'm a little, I'm one of the older ones on the show. Um, and I, I think about long-term, you know, like last year with, I had a thing with, you know, I really liked Brooke and then just kind of thinking about it. I was like, Brooke lives in England. Like, what am I, I live on Long Island. I'm all, you know, I have my friends and family here. Like, what am I, like, what's the chance of that working out is very slim. Um, you know, I've had long distance relationships when I went to school in, in uh, college in Virginia. Uh, and that's only like four States away. You know, I couldn't imagine do, dating someone overseas. So, um, you know, I, I've gone through like the long distance and it's just, you know, the yacht life I've learned. It's, it's very hard to, uh, to stay together. So, uh, but yes, I just, I think long-term and I just think what's best for me. Now, uh, I remember Sandy, Captain Sandy, want to give her a shout out. She was great in the show last yeah. night. Yeah. Uh, Captain Sandy said, she said, I'm used to this. She said, do no one is going to get married on the show. You know, it's it, from yachting. It's just right. kind of a spring, uh, fling type, type situation, but it's right. hard because, go through a day that you guys have it. It's just amazing. You're young, you're vibrant, you're, you're around each other. Everyone's attractive. Uh, you get a per, you see the best in them and it's fun. It's new, but go through a day because like you said, this is a job and go through a, a day because boy, you guys, I think sleep is just not allowed on that boat because it yeah, is a I mean, tough yeah. job. <laughs> Do three things on the boat. I mean, well, really two things. You work, you sleep, and if you can find, like, a handful of gummy bears in the cabinet, that's, like, your lunch. Um, <laughs> and that's, I mean, I'm, being, I'm being serious, you know? It's, you know, say, okay, we'll start up. We'll say we'll wake up at, you know, obviously it's, it's whatever, whatever Joao tells us, but I think it was roughly around 9 o'clock we would wake up. Uh, you know, so we're, we're getting the boat prepped from 9 to 12, and the charter guests come on at, you know, at 12. And that's when you see us lined up on the dock. And then from 12 on, it's, it's go time. You know, we're going to all these, uh, you know, different places. And, uh, you know, once we anchor up, we have to get all the water toys out and the girls inside, they're getting the drinks and Anastasia with the food and everything. Um, you know, it's just balls to the wall. And, you know, Joao <laughs> scheduled us to have a, uh, I think it was a two, two, two hour breaks during the day. Um, but you slept at night for six hours. So you got, you know, instead of sleeping for eight hours and then one two hour break, he split it up with two, two hour breaks, but you sleep for six. Um, you know, you just start getting crazy. You can't work that much straight without like going, you know, getting loopy. And, um, yeah, Joao, I think he delegated all of us really well and our schedules did really well. Uh, but then, you know, you have anchor watch. So I would go to sleep. Um, I think that a lot of episodes you won't really see me at night. Cause I would, I would be asleep from, I'm going to say like 10 p.m. to 4 a.m. And so I would be up on Anchor Watch from 4 a.m. till 10, 10 a.m. or something. And then I would pass out for two hours, you know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, someone's awake all the time. So it's, you know, but at the end of the day, that's what we get our, our tips. And we have to make sure that the chartered guests are happy. And, uh, you know, that's, that's how we make our money. Now, a few of our friends, if we could, they asked some questions on Twitter. And I promised I would ask you. <laughs> Uh, one of the questions was, did Jack ever sweat? Because I don't <laughs> think that guy worked a day in his life. <laughs> yeah, no, Jack, 
he he uh you know he you'll be surprised later in the season uh with jack um he definitely uh steps up his game a little bit but yeah i mean if if he wasn't so funny like that was the thing like he got away with so much because he was so funny um and you know charming guy oh yeah yeah and uh yeah he's 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 definitely unique he's he's funny he he would always lift your spirits in stressful um you know situations uh, but yeah, it was a little struggle, uh, you know, in this this first half of the season that you've seen so far, um, you know, especially with Travis in in the galley helping Anastasia. So a lot of times it was just Joao and I, and yeah, it was it would took a lot. And uh, you know, with with Jack being you know Jack being Jack, it was uh, yeah, it was a little bit of a struggle. Boy, that guy was in a coma. That you know, I liked him, but boy, if I was working with that guy, I would have had a few conversations. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't have any say in that. That's all Joao and 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 or Captain Sandy. I, you know, as, as a regular deckhand, I can't say anything. But uh, yeah, I think Joao had some words with him. Now another question: When June came on, you guys seemed to really hit it off. You guys seemed to have a great friendship. She was a little. She even admitted last night, weird, strange. When she first come on, she'd tell people she had a boyfriend. She didn't have a boyfriend. She kind of had a boyfriend. They were talking, but they're not talking. What did you get with the vibes even after everyone started kind of teasing her? Hannah kind of went overboard asking her if she had a boyfriend. Yeah. But what was your feelings about June? Because she's obviously a pretty pretty girl. She's sweet. Seems like a nice person. Uh, what were your kind of thoughts when you, fir- when you first started talking to her? Did she allude that, that she had a, a boyfriend? Yeah, you know, um, I heard. I actually, I don't, I don't think I actually spoke to her about that personally, face to face. But I remember I was being in, a, in another room, and uh, you know, Joao. I think like, I heard that conversation. I think like I think it was last week's episode with Hannah asking June if if she had a boyfriend. Like I was in the next room and I heard that. I think Joao asked her if she had a boyfriend. I heard that. So like I I knew that there were talks, you know, of people asking her if she had a boyfriend or not. And it was just always back and forth, but um, you know, it's 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 hard to, I don't know. I mean, it's not hard for me because I know I I just like talking to people. But you know, you sign you signed your name on the dotted line to be on a TV show, and uh, you know, maybe they, it was they just people. Some people just think that it's just you're just doing your job, and you know, they're gonna ask questions about like your past and your family or you know relationship history. Like it's just bound to happen, and um. You know, I, I, at the time, I think she told me last night, you know, she, at the time, she was having a hard time with her boyfriend. And I think it was just really bad timing with her getting, you know, being the brand new on the, on the boat and her boyfriend, I don't think was, was really treating her right. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's, she was in a, uh, definitely a sticky situation that it was probably difficult for her to talk to in front of cameras. Now, another question that we had Someone said they should build a statue for you because you are one of the few that have got along with Hannah. How's your relationship with Hannah and how do you get along with her so well? Uh, yeah, no, I, I get along with everybody. Seriously, even, um, you know, last year, you know, the crew in Italy and, and everybody this year, you know, um, you know, I don't know. I, I, you know, I've never been to, I don't know. I've never been to Europe before outside of the show. So you know, this was all brand new experiences for me. And all these yachties, they've been to these places like a million times, you know? And so for them, it's second nature. And to me, I'm, I'm like trying to take it in and just really enjoy the experiences. And, um, you know, I'm just, I take the job seriously. I'm just trying to have a good time and just really take in the moment. And, 
uh, yeah, Hannah, we've, we've, uh, we've joked. I think we just hit it off from day one, you know, trying to feel each other out. I've made some, she made some jokes to me making fun of me and I would make fun of her. And, uh, you know, it just went back and forth and we've always been close since, since last year. And it's been great. Now, another question we'll get. Gosh, these questions are hard, Colin. I hope you don't leave the <laughs> no, show. No, no, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> someone asked, Anastasia kept talking to her boyfriend and her mom, but during the show and after, she said that she had, even online, she kind of talked up you, talked you up a lot, and she s- said she had a crush on you. Did she ever talk to you about anything, a uh, little flirting or anything, but did she ever uh, kind of give her, her feelings to you, or did she, it was just kind of a, a friendship fun banter? Uh, you know, she never told me, I I knew, you know, I was, I knew that she had a boyfriend from like the first or second day. Um, and we got along, I mean, outside of Joao and, and Hannah and I, um, Anastasia and I hit it off on day one. Um, we, we were like each other's dance partner. Anytime we did, we went out, you know, at night, we were like, we, us two were crushing the dance floor. Um, and it it was, it kind of sucked because I, I did kind of want to talk to her in a more romantical romantical is that even a word a romantical it's a word on this show Colin <laughs> That's fine. in a more romantic way you know but she had a boyfriend so like what again like you know I'm, I'm not you know I'm not gonna intrude at all yeah and then afterwards I heard that she had a little crush on me which uh you know kind of kind of stabs me in the heart a little bit but uh yeah we no we've we've talked after the show and you know I've told her that you know I would love to take you on a date if that was ever uh you know if you're ever in the area but uh, no, we, 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 uh, you know, we're just really good friends and, uh, you know, she's traveling all over the world and she's really killing it, which is, I'm just really happy for her. And now a word from our sponsor. Hey, Jim. What? Why is Jackie Andrews' book Phoenix Field of Mars in your sock drawer? I don't know. <laughs> Admit it. You were reading it. All right. Yeah, I guess I was reading it. I thought you might laugh at me because I thought it was a book for women, so I hit it. Well, now you know. It's a great read for everyone. Men, women, and young adults are loving Jackie's book on time travel, adventure, and ancient times. It's a pretty amazing read that goes by so fast. Now, don't you feel silly for hiding it? Yeah, you're right. The book really is for everyone, and I really loved it, especially the parts with time travel. It was dumb to hide it from you. Well, I'll let you go in the other room and watch your TV shows while I get some work done. Jim, have you seen my Cosmo magazine? Oh, boy. Pick up Jackie Anders' latest book, Phoenix, Field of Mars, at jandersbooks.com. That's www.jandersbooks.com. That's J-A-N-D-E-R-S books.com for Jackie Anders' latest book, Phoenix, Field of Mars. Yeah, I really liked, I, I think she's young and a little bit got to her head, I think, when she was chef. But I think overall, she's that type of person that really is responsible and she took that job very seriously. And we can kind of insinuate what goes on. And I, I have a couple of friends from below deck that actually follow me. And I'm not going to give up where we don't give spoilers or we even think about spoilers we don't want to ruin anything for anyone but i i liked her i think she would have been good for you and and vice versa but again it's just one of those things uh yeah and i i think i'll i know i've seen some seasons where um you know someone would have a boyfriend and you know a, a deckhand will try and you know just kind of get in the middle of them you know because if their boyfriend is on land and they're working on a close you know they're they're sleeping five feet away from from a gorgeous girl and you know, you just, you don't want to get in the middle of their, that's their relationship. Like, you know, I've, 
I don't know. It, that stuff like that, seeing that on TV, just kind of bothers me. So I just kind of take a step back and, uh, you know, just, just let them do their thing. Boy, Colin, you should have been born in the 50s like me. We would have killed it. Uh, <laughs> great, great morals. I love it. Uh, now, the two that have war on me uh, are Aisha and Jack that insane. Aisha, Aisha and Jack, they're exactly what you see on TV. They are out of their minds in the best way possible. Uh, you know, you, you, this cast was just so funny that, like, every day, yeah, there was always drama. But, like, at the end of the day, you would just, you would be, your stomach would be hurting because you would just be laughing so much. And, uh, yeah, you see them exactly what they're like on TV. Aisha, uh, you know, she just says what's on her mind. Uh, and then, uh, you know, Jack just, just being Jack. And, uh, yeah, they are... They definitely lightened the day a little bit. No, no doubt about that. I liked her personality. She's a sweet person. Uh, her high pitched voice got to me a couple times, <laughs> but yeah. uh, I think I think she's a sweet, sweet girl, and I really liked her. And this is a serious question. It seemed that a lot of people on the show, and no one talks about it. A lot of them have gone through some really bad tragedies. And uh, yeah, you know, um, I've I've learned last year. Um, when I first did it, um, that I was, yeah, there, there's a lot of, I, I, I grew up in a, you know, in a bubble on Long Island where I have all my friends and family literally like 10 blocks away from my apartment. Um, and I just live in this little world thinking that everyone's family is great and everyone lives this awesome life. And, uh, you know, starting the doing the show last year with all with all these guys that I've I've learned about their their background and their history and their families that you know a lot of reasons well most of the reason why they go into the yachting business is to get away. Um, you know, they have you know a lot of tragedies that's happened in their past or you know in their hometowns and they just want to escape and so they they go into this yachting world where they get to travel they get to make money and just kind of you know, uh, you know, just escape, you know, whatever they have going on at home. And, uh, it's definitely been a real eye opener. And, um, you know, I was just, you know, I'm like one of the only ones that actually has an apartment, you know, I asked everybody I'm like, Oh, where do you live? And I'm like, well, they tell me like where they live, like what country they live in, but they either stay at their family's house, you know, when they're not working or they just mm -hmm. jump from boat to boat, you know, like I have an address, <laughs> you know, yeah. like, not a lot of these guys don't have that because they're just working their asses off on boats and just like I said, like I don't think uh, was Hannah or Travis told me they haven't. Travis, I think, told me like he hasn't been home in like two years. I'm like, wow, I I, I, I can't, I wouldn't be able to do that, you know. Um, so, you know, a lot of these guys are just kind of escaping from you know their hometowns and just they just find comfort in, in yachting and uh, yeah, I I, 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 it really opened my eyes. Yeah, I really feel because you, as as uh, Twitter people, and it gets nasty, and you judge people and everything that they do. But I really felt for Hannah and for all of them that have lost siblings. They've had, you know, June tragically lost her father, right. and it really hurts. And you walk around with a smile. You're young. You think you got it, but you're missing. You have this hole in your heart that that 
nothing really seems to help it at times. And if yeah. you, you gain a more sensitivity towards them and a less judgmental spirit towards them, because you realize they have gone, just like all of us, have gone through some real tragedies. So right. it, it kind of opened my eyes and, and uh, allowed me to lighten up a little bit with them as well. So I hope everyone does good. That's, yeah. that's you know, and I hope they way, all. If, if I can add, uh, you know, another thing with yachting, which, like I said, I live in a bubble on, on Long Island that, you know, I, I met, I don't think I ever had a friend outside of the U.S. You know, I met, uh, you know, last year I had Jamie from South Africa. Uh, sure. Joao, Joao's from Zimbabwe. And I get, you know, Zimbabwe is, you know, has like, you know, some of all these like government issues that is going on there. And, uh, you know, Hannah and Travis from Australia, uh, you know, Asia. I never met someone from New Zealand before. Um, so, you know, just learning everybody's backgrounds and, you know, their culture and what, what their everyday life is compared to mine. It's, it's, it's definitely an eye opener for sure. Was there a time, especially, uh, it seemed like you and Sandy, Sandy enjoyed you. Now we got it. I got one negative Nelly with uh, a, a man that gave me one of my friend, male friends that gave me a question. What is it? His exact words are what's with it with Colin and the anchors. <laughs> explain what happened oh my and what god because that does look intimidating when i saw jiao go under the water i'm like holy lord that that's dangerous oh my god you have no idea these anchors um so i i started two years ago with um the croatia season where um I believe it was Captain Sandy's first uh, year on the show there in Croatia. and they Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino was America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. She drops both anchors, but because of like the swells and the winds, the boat, you know, even though you're anchored, is moving into a, in a circle depending on the wind patterns. And because of that, the two anchors, you know, it's like think of like uh, – you know, you're taking uh, iPod headphones out of your pocket. Sure. You know, and you're trying to untangle it. Like, that's what, it, that's what it's like. It takes forever. And, um, you know, that's what happened originally. So this year, we have, we're on the same boat, Sirocco. And she, so every day, we would just do one anchor. And, um, yeah, the, the first time, I, I was you, – you always need two people to do it. And, unfortunately, no one was on the boat. So I thought I could just man up and do it myself. And the anchor just just blocked up. There's an anchor locker where all the ex, the excess chain goes. You know when you're lifting it, and so as someone's always in the locker pushing the chain off to the side so it doesn't clog the top. And uh, you know I was bent over trying to look at the the water line, and I wasn't paying attention to the anchor locker, and it clogged up the top, and the ex and the rest of the chain popped on top of the deck. So that was number one. And then this past episode um, was actually not my fault, but um, <laughs> it was still a pain in the ass. But yeah, we, we just dropped anchor and um, I forgot what it was. It was, uh, I think it was a cable or uh, another anchor that we were stuck under, um, you know, and we just, we just couldn't pull it up. And uh, yeah, you'll, you'll find out how that, how that ends uh, next week. Now it must've been pretty cool being saved by Johnny Damon. 
You know, <laughs> Johnny Damon, he was, you know what, he's a nice, he's a really nice guy. Um, I try not to talk sports because I'm a Mets fan, so I'm, I'm a little embarrassed about that. But, uh, <laughs> no, but he, him and his crew, they were so nice. And, uh, yeah, I, the, the one episode, you know, Joao and I were trying to bring in the jet skis and all the water toys. It was just so swelly that we just couldn't do it. And, uh, yeah, Johnny coming down and, uh, you know, you know, showing off the muscles a little bit. That was, uh, you know, as embarrassing as that was for the crew, I thought it was a really cool moment for us. It was. I loved it. Now, there's Tupac, there's NWA, there's Colin Macy O'Toole. <laughs> Talk about your rap career, Colin. Oh, my God. Yeah, right. No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> no, that started, that started last year. Um, you know, for, I want to say it was the first night out. Um, you know, I, I was, I mean, I'm quiet. It takes me a while to get to, to, to know people. And um, I was the first night out. I'm, I'm still very quiet. And, um, you know, we're at this club, you know, with Hannah, Adam, and, and everybody. And, um, yeah, like a Big Sean song comes on. It's like one of the like few rap <laughs> songs that I know. And I might have had a couple of drinks, and I just start, like, rapping the whole thing. And Hannah's like, what the hell? And so, um, yeah, so the next day was um, Dr. Jen, uh, Captain Sandy's friend. The uh, Oh, the, sure, yeah, yeah the, you know, the, the sex lady. <laughs> the sex yeah. doctor, yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, so unfortunately she had bad weather that weekend, and we had to stay on the dock, and – it was her birthday, and Kevin's like, man, it was her birthday. Maybe someone could do, like, a, a birthday rap or something. And Hannah goes, Colin. I'm like, damn it. All right. So, I, so originally, I wrote the birthday rap, um, which, you know, that it was funny. And then, um, yeah, just as an idea, actually, Brooke and I, after the show, was like, oh, that'd be cool if we did, like, a, like a rap recap for all the uh, episodes. And I was like, oh, that's kind of a cool idea. So, last year, when I did the first episode, I, I just assumed I was going to get absolutely murdered online you know i'd be like this you know this guy doesn't know he sucks and all this stuff and i was like you know that's fine like i was just i was just uh you know anticipating just negative feedback and i was like all right i just won't do it again and then but since that first episode last year it was like oh my god this is hilarious i can't wait till next week and it's been going on going on for two years now so uh yeah i guess that's my thing <laughs> i always watch the forget andy cohen don't watch it i wait on twitter for your rap because i think i think though i think your lyrics are funny and they're great and they become a fan favorite uh so i yeah i really a fun fun spin on it so i think it's great now do you well first of all another person asked how what type of person andy cohen seems like a really cool guy uh how is he when you when you go on the show yeah andy yeah andy is exactly what you see on the show uh he's genuine he's nice um yeah, last year, last year when Brooke Brooke was on Watch Happens Live, and I was just her I was just her plus one. Uh, I was just in the audience, and uh, I told him a story how I actually met Andy about I would say like seven years ago because he has a house over at Fire Island uh, oh, wow. at one of the at one of the beaches that my ferry goes to, and so uh, you know he he got a, a UPS package and he was there, and you know we we charged like three dollars or something like that, and he was there in his you know little. Uh, you know, a little bathing suit. And I was like, Oh, it's $3 charge. And he's like, he's like, Oh, I don't have any money on me. And so, uh, you know, he grabbed, he went to some random guy behind him and he asked for $3 and he gives it to me. So I tell this story to Tim. I watch him live. I'm like, you're not a poor person, you know, like you couldn't afford $3, you know, just kind of like busting his chops a little bit. And, sure. uh, yeah. And then after the show, he gives me a, he gives me a bottle of Don Julio. He's like, sorry for being a pain in the ass. Oh, uh, that was really, yeah. cool. I was like, no, it's just like a funny story. You know, and he gives me, he gives me a bottle of tequila, which was really nice. But, uh, yeah, no. And then, uh, yeah. Uh, last time we're at the reunion and, um, 
he goes, you know, he's asking me about my parents. He's like, how are your parents? Cause my parents came last time. And, uh, no, he's, he's, a, he's a really genuine guy and, uh, he's always fun to be around. All right. That's fantastic. Uh, now when you, we all know rich people don't carry cash. Come on. I know yeah, yeah. rich people. Uh, yeah. but anyway, I think that what is on the horizon for you? You're still a young man. You've got your whole life ahead of you. Hopefully, uh, knock on wood that you have a very long life ahead. What is your, are your plans right now? And what are things that would you like to stay on the show? Would you like to get more exposure? Are there any things on the horizon that you want to go in? Or you just want to uh, do this amazing ride with Met? Well, I, you know, I think unlike, uh, I think I'm unique in the, in the sense that I have, um, you know, I like to think I have a little musical talent, uh, in my, in my blood. Um, I went to college for, I have a, a bachelor's degree in music. Um, I went to college for it. Uh, you know, I've been playing piano. I've been playing music since I was five years old. So I, I was born to do musical things. Um, you know, I do silly raps and, you know, sing stupid Broadway tunes on the show. But um, no, I mean, the show has has opened my eyes to, um, you know, a lot of things in the entertainment industry. I would love to do something in music. I would love to do uh, something in radio or songwriting or, you know, hosting. Um, you know, I think uh, the show has really opened my eyes to a lot of things. And, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm just keep, uh, just keep pushing. And, uh, you know, if, if I, if I get called back on the show, that'd be great. If not, you know, that that's fine too. Um, you know, I, I did my, I did my time, I guess in a way. And, uh, yeah, I'm just trying to branch out a little bit. I think we have a lot of people, if you're very serious about it, we have a lot of songwriters, a lot of people, uh, producers, people that are real. We've done a lot of things. Uh, bon Jovi, Bruce Springsteen, we've done articles. They've been very kind to us. We're working on two hall of famers right now. So, well, definitely, if you have music or anything, just say the word and we'll spread it out to everybody because every, oh, well, thank you. Our, thank you. you know, our followers are so kind and celebrities are so nice to us and they support us so much. So because uh, we're just two regular people, we're nothing special, no, no, but we're no, don't well, say that. but it's but it's great to be able to have so many people uh, reaching out to us. And we definitely like to share that. Now, what is when you uh, go back home, you're obviously the show was already taped. Uh, now how do they, like, I know a lot of friends on reality shows, they literally will call them out of the blue and say in 10 days, you got to be here. Is this kind of how below deck med is? I found out. So last year in Italy, I found out, uh, I'm going to say I found out on a Friday, Friday night, I found out that I was going to Italy and filming started. I was leaving Sunday morning. Wow. And, or Monday, yeah, Sunday or Monday morning. And then last, and then this past year, I was at my best friend's wedding. Um, it was Labor Day, uh, the Friday of Labor Day weekend. And, uh, you know, so it's the next morning, Saturday morning, it's like 7 to 8 a.m. And I'm, I'm, I'm a little hungover. And uh, I, get, I get a call. They're like, hey, can you come to France tomorrow for six weeks? And I'm like, what? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so wow. I yeah. yeah, so I, I went to my parents' house. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to see you guys in two months. I'm uh, going to France for a little bit. Um, so, yeah, um, you know, casting is always a last, is the last thing that they have to deal with because there is just so much that goes into this show. Uh, you know, just think about, you have to think about the boat. They have to think about, uh, does the marina, uh, they have to find a marina that fits the boat. They have to find uh, hotels for the production crew. They have to find, mm-hmm. 
drivers for the taxis, you know, to bring us to the clubs and stuff. They have to find, um, you know, they have to find not like endorsements, but you know, like, like the, you know, sponsorships for the show. They have to find, you know, there's just a million things that they have to do that the casting is like, you know, they take casting seriously, but it's like, all right, we have everything, we have everything in place. Now let's do the, the, the guys. And uh, yeah, it, trust me, there's a lot of stuff that goes into this show. And uh, you know, I don't think production gets uh, you know, enough credit as, as they deserve because they, they definitely work their asses off harder than we do. Oh, they're amazing. Now, did they stay with you the whole time or did they set up hidden cameras? How does that work? There's a, uh, there's a camera in every room, you know, like in the corner. Um, and then there's always like two or three guys, you know, following us around. Um, you know, so if I'm having a conversation with Joao in our room, they can, you know, there's a little, just a little camera, you know, you'll see us like sleeping, you know, um, they can move, they can move that camera like up and down. Um, you know, in case like, you know, different angles or whatever, but yeah, there's, there's always a camera on you, no matter where you are on that boat, they'll, they will find you. <laughs> it's creepy. I think that when the girls are getting up and they're always <laughs> pictures of them just waking up and they're in their underwear so, you know in their sleep gear i just think that's kind of weird so i'm glad no one's in the bedroom taking those pictures for those poor girls yeah, so. yeah you know you're, we're always in a rush that you know you don't have time to the bathroom is the only place where there's no camera so you know you're just you're in such a rush all the time that you there's just no time to be like oh like are you done with the bathroom like you just you just rip your clothes off and just change you know because there's no time and uh yeah it's uh Definitely. It's, it's, it's a lot. It takes a lot out of you. I was shocked. A couple more questions and we'll let you go. The queen of her side. I was so worried that tip. I was, I I was like a lot of fans. That was brutal. I just, yeah. Uh, you know, I think with the thing that bothered me was not, not the fact that she's a billionaire or whatever heir she is like that does like, I don't think you should, you know, I don't believe that you should tip because you're richer. Like, I don't, you know what I mean? Like if you were, you know, Jeff Bezos, like would, if like, you know, was he going to tip us like a million dollars? Like, like, I don't believe that. I believe in you should pay for your experience. Um, and I, the thing that bothered, was bummed me was our picnic on top of Ez. Um, because we, we brought everything up and down, uh, even past the guests. Like they were sitting down on benches and we were, <laughs> You know, we were walking past them with like, you know, 10 chairs, four tables, umbrellas. So they saw the effort that we put in to make their experience, you know, great. And, uh, you know, having that opening that envelope at the end of the day. uh, Yeah, that was that was a little bit of a bummer. Well, when they're spending all that money for the jewelry and bragging about what everyone, and I know, you know, ultra wealthy can be, I I worked at a country club. We dealt with really five-star people and boy, I tell you the stuff you go through. So I feel for you guys, but I just was really, why don't you put down a couple of those pieces of jewelry and give it to the people because you guys worked hard for those guys. Jow was fuming all the way down. I could see his face. He was mad and I was just cracking up because the work uh, those chairs ain't, ain't light, all the stuff. And then June, I think, was the one that forgot the cutlery. Uh, how did they eat? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. so, uh, yeah, funny story. We just, they didn't really show much of it. Um, I think, I want to say, we got almost everything up on top of Ez there. And, yeah, Asia radios that we, there's no cutlery. So I go to the van, and I'm like, you got to be kidding me. I feel like every picnic that I've done, I forgot. You know, something gets left behind, and, 
you know, so I was, I was literally sprinting up and down. I felt so bad for the camera guys because they were like, you know, they're following me. And I was like, you know, I was just full sprint going to all these little like, you know, cafes and stuff, trying to find f- plastic forks and knives that, you know, the last one that I stopped in, the guy was very nice and he gave me enough. But uh, no, it's it that took a lot out, and like I say that that's very understated. <laughs> it was just very, oh. it was so much that I don't. I, you saw a quick clip near the end there that uh, yeah, you know, the three of us we we were we slept in the van ride home because we yep. were just so shot. It was it was insane. And when I loved when you got back and Hannah goes, "What's the big deal?" <laughs> I see yeah, that. yeah, that that uh, you know. I mean, she, she gave us two of her girls. Um, you know, I guess Joao could have, um, you know, probably taken, you know, Jack or Travis, you know. But I, like I said, I've never been there. So Hannah says, yeah, four should be enough. So, you know, I believe her. You know, I, I don't have any say to recommend, you know, oh, maybe we should take more people. But, uh, yeah, it was a little too late when we got on top there. We're like, uh, yeah, we're, we're going to uh, we're gonna have to change things up next time we do this. <laughs> You couldn't have brought Jack, Colin. One of you would have had to carry him up. So uh, it would have been a little bit too, even harder than it was. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> now, uh, w- another thing that I've gotten four questions from people that said, I remember with Adam was not really respectful to the crew <laughs> in regard to meals. You guys don't have much time to eat. What do you guys eat? Right. And were the chefs pretty good at uh, feeding you guys? Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, with Adam last season, um, you know, he, last season was Adam's redemption season. He had a hard time his first year with the no onions people. I don't know if you remember. Oh, yeah. Them. Oh my but, uh, God. That was brutal. Yeah, they, right. They wanted, they didn't want to eat no, any onions. And he was like, who doesn't eat onions? So he, on purpose, he threw all the onions in and uh, you know, he actually lost jobs for, after that season. Um, that he How? Told me, yeah. He told me off camera. Cause you know, it's a job and I'm not going to hire a chef if he's not going to listen to me. Um, so, you know, getting asked back, he, his a hundred percent focus was on the guest food and want to make sure everything was immaculate. Adam is his chefing skills are just absolutely insane. Um, you know, but he got so caught up with the guest food that he just, he just forgot to feed us. Or if he did, it would be at like 10, 11 o'clock, you know, while like half the crew is already sleeping. So, um, yeah, no, that, so this season, um, yeah, we, we, you know, with Travis in the galley, Travis was trying to, Travis made our, our crew food and we, we were fed every day. Um, you know, unlike Adam last season where we, you know, like I said, you grab a handful of gummy bears and call it a night. Um, <laughs> we got fed every day. We got fed every day this season. And, uh, to be fair with Mila, Mila's first or like first, like I'm gonna say like one or two crew meals were very good. They were very good. Um, and then after that, it was just really downhill. But, uh, yeah, no, uh, yeah, Travis's food and Anastasia's, you know, I had some of her, her cakes and stuff or left if she made extra, you know, guest dinners or whatever, I would like to, you know, take a, a little fistful. But, um, no, yeah, everything was so good. Um, and we, we, we definitely ate well this season. That's, that's for sure. Yeah, Anastasia really did, for, for her age to just buck up and do that, really showed a lot of heart. I really was proud of her, of all the – she took it so seriously, and she really put her all into it. So that was really – everyone should have been proud of what she did. Uh, and also with Aisha, I keep calling her Aisha. It's Aisha, right? Aisha, yeah, yeah, yeah. Aisha, what a team player she is. 
because she didn't want any drama. The June, you know, Hannah could be pretty hard on people, especially the third stew. And she was, she was not on team June. That was for sure. And uh, she really covered for June. And even if June had a question, she made sure that she answered, it helped her. I thought that showed a lot of character on her. I thought you had a lot of good people on, on there. And yeah. even Jack, he's a good guy. He's just, he doesn't like to get up much. So, uh, <laughs> you know, he, but yeah. he's a good guy too. Travis, I have to be honest, out of all of them, he was the one that I kind of just was, uh, I'm not on his side yet. So I don't. Yeah. 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 You'll, you'll see later in the season, how you feel about Travis. Um, you know, everyone has their, you know, mostly their opinions, you know, on everybody already, but yeah, things change, but, um, but no, going back with, uh, with Asia, I, I think Asia was, if not the MVP, one of the MVPs of the, of the season. Uh, you know, she was so unlike Brooke last season, Asia is very outgoing and she was always making the guests laugh. And if there was something going wrong, she was always the one talking to the guests to kind of like divert them from like, you know, the, the disaster that was going on below deck. Uh, yeah, I don't think Asia gets enough credit for her work and just her demeanor with, with everything that was going on this season. What a, I, I totally agree. She's one of the most uh, important people because she was that kind of that glue that made everyone just, if something was going on, she'd walk in. Or I remember that one time where the guest was complaining about something, the air wasn't good enough or something, I don't know, something <laughs> stupid. And she came in and just smiled and made a joke and the, the guest was happy. And that's what you need with some people, especially the real high maintenance. We see that gentleman with Johnny Damon, Oh my gosh, that guy's already given me a headache. And I could just tell when you do get a guest, and I, I know the answer, I think I know the answer that when you do get a guest that you know is going to be a handful, what how do you react to it? Do you just kind of try to avoid them? Do you just buck up and say, Oh boy, this guy's gonna be a handful, I'll just do what I need to do? Or do you do Kate, who comes back with good jabs at him? How right, do you right, right. No, I you know I if, if they're if they're a pain in the ass. I don't care if they're a pain in the ass, as long as they're not rude about it. People that roll up to the boat and they think they're like all that, that, that bothers me. And, and, and those people I will not interact with, but if we've had, you know, most of the, the guests this season and last, um, when they'll have a couple of drinks and they'll see us like blowing up the toys and everything. And they'll like, like, Oh, like, where are you guys from? And they get to know you and yeah, they may want the world, you know, they might want everything in, in their two, three day charter that they have. But if they're, you know, polite and they, they actually care and they respect what you're doing for them, I will go above and beyond for them because that you want to work for those people, you know, but the ones that are just snobby, that's jo Joelle's the boss and he let, <laughs> let him deal with them, you know, I'll, I'll hide in the corner because um, that, that's, that's such a turnoff. And I, I, you know, at the ferries, I've gotten that a lot as well that, you know, people that are nice and appreciative for your, for your hard work, you just want to work that much harder for them. And, um, you know, I don't care if you're a pain in the ass, as long, as long as you're polite about it. Now, can the guests, what is your interaction with them and what is allowed on a yacht? Obviously, some got a little, some in the past have gotten a little close with guests. We've all right, right. names. But what is the protocol? I know with us, it was very professional and they were very strict about it. What is it with yachts? Because obviously you got drunk people, they're kind of wild, crazy. They usually get what they want. What is the protocol? on a yacht yeah so you want you know it's their vacation so you want them to have their time you know outside of you know like i said like the water toys obviously we have to be there for safety and whatnot but it's, it's their time to enjoy the boat you know um 
you know, they want, I forgot, I, I forgot what Joao was saying is, but it, it's something like, you know, don't be seen, but, you know, make sure that they know that there's someone there. You know what I mean? Like, in case they need something, like, you don't want to, like, hang out with them, obviously. But say you're, you know, on the next deck below them or say, like, maybe on the other side of the bow or whatever it may be, that if they need something, you're, you know, 10 feet away. Obviously, you don't want to sit down and talk to them like you're a guest as well. That's, that's inappropriate. But, um, no, you just want to make sure that they're comfortable and you give them the amount of space, unless they want to interact with you. If, if they're talking to you, then obviously, you know, in a, in a, in a professional manner, you, you respond, you know, accordingly. But um, no, you, you give them the space, but at the same time, you always have to, you know, just check in just to make sure, you know, that everything's going smooth. Now, do, last, the drinking, someone asked, what is the protocol for you? Because let's face it, Jack and Travis, I think after 5 a.m. and uh, before 4.55 a.m., they think they, they're drinking. What is your, what is the protocol that you're supposed to do on board? And really what I liked about you and Zhao, you're not drinking a lot anyway because you really take your job seriously. What is the protocol for that? And because uh, Sandy was really upset with that Blackwater situation. Right, right. Right. Yeah. No. Um. You know. I don't know how. I don't. You know. I've never. I haven't worked on a yacht outside of the show, so I couldn't tell you what the what the proper protocol is. Um. Joao and I think even Conrad last season was always. You know. You work. Get get X Y and Z done, and then yeah, then you knock off, and then you can have a beers, do whatever you want. So um. Yeah. I, I think after a while, they Jack and Travis. I think they just got comfortable with us and just kind of leisurely working. That they would just. Every like every charter after we were done like an hour earlier they would crack open a beer like so uh, <laughs> you know so yeah it, it got to the point I think last I think it was the last episode Joao was like all right well how about at five p.m. on you can start drinking so yeah it, it's it's definitely tempting especially after a stressful charter obviously everyone wants to crack open a beer you know we have a glass of champagne you know at our tip meeting as a you know congratulatory mm-hmm. drink but um but no it, you get your work done and then you just enjoy yourself. As Captain Lee says, don't embarrass the boat. That's exactly. The Any exactly. on and off the boat, what you do. And he also said, I don't pay bail money. So it's <laughs> That's good, not to drink good advice. a lot. Now, well, Colin, we could talk to you all day. We, I'm going to put you on the spot. We would love to have you back on at the end. Our fans love you. We would love to have you back on at the end of the show and recap it and talk about I know, obviously, Bravo has first thing but first dibs but we would love to have you back on and just yeah, talk no absolutely this has been a lot of fun I, yeah just let me know i'm uh, I'm, I'm all ears I would, I would love to talk to you guys again and anything you have an open mic anytime you have something to plug or you or you get in touch we're going to put your name out there to some of our musician friends oh, well, thank you so much you guys we, what's your favorite instrument to play piano piano's my go-to i've been playing piano since i was five i do uh, a bunch of covers and uh, I, I did like a mila cover of bohemian rhapsody about a month ago wow uh, yeah yeah it was a lot of fun uh yeah I, I like to do a fun covers i do a couple originals but yeah it's, it's just uh, just something fun that i like to do on my downtime well make some make some music and we'll definitely post it because I'm, I'm sure our fans would just absolutely love to uh to hear it and Florence I know I captured most of this uh what do you have to tell Colin um no I just wanted to say thank you for joining us this was a really really big deal it was a pleasure um like Jim said we got a lot of comments very positive comments from our fans out there your fans actually um wanting to know about you um there was one thing I wanted to ask you because a couple of the female listeners 
did ask me um, to find out whether or not you were single. A lot of ladies <laughs> want to know out there if you're taken or not. That was like the number one question I got. Right. Well, yeah, I've I've uh, I've actually said it a, a few times. I think that uh, yeah, I, I I've been dating or trying to date anyway. Um, it's actually more. It's actually harder now that I'm on the show because people they tell like their friends and stuff that oh I went on a date from you know a guy from below you know what I mean and it's it's actually harder than if I was a nobody to be honest uh which is kind of ironic I feel like but um yeah no I'm uh, I'm I'm trying you know I'm dating uh someone now but you know uh we'll, we'll see uh what happens you know it's the dating world is you know I, I never know what I'm doing so I'm sure I'll ruin it <laughs> oh come on are you June dating or is it real dating Colin no I think it's real dating it's real dating <laughs> No, just be yourself, Colin. I think sometimes what I what you do, what all of us guys do, is you try too hard. Just be yourself. No, yeah, game, yeah. No, no crazy lines. No anything. Because uh, boy, we love you for who you are, and I know our fans do too. So don't ever change. Don't try too hard. Just be you, and you'll be awesome. <laughs> well, so, thank you. You guys are great. Thank you so much. Well, Jim and Florence, you, uh, we've done a. We've we're just so excited to have Colin on and again. Colin, open mic. You can come on anytime you want. We're gonna post this up, and we thank you all for listening to this podcast, and we just appreciate you being on the show, Colin. So take care everyone we're going to post this up it'll be up wednesday morning please dm me i've gotten dozens of dms from people asking questions we're not going to get to them this time but i promise that we'll we'll save the good ones for for the end of the season when uh, colin comes back so take care everyone and have a great week thank you Redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.